what do you say, everybody? I'm Mick Gillespie, and it's great to be here with you tonight. Uh, Sunday night after what a weekend of college football we had. We're going to talk Alabama and LSU. Of course, that's coming up this Saturday. And after the off week and everything that happened in college football yesterday, uh, a lot of reasons why Alabama can't wait to get back on the football field as the number one team in the country. So as many of you watched yesterday, kind of a uh, just a crazy day of college football, um, you know, a lot of things realigned, including Florida beating Georgia. They take over the uh, the lead in the East, and maybe Alabama and Florida will play, I think, for the ninth time in the SEC championship game. And for Nick Saban, he's trying to get back with Alabama for the eighth time. So it's going to be interesting. A lot of football left, though, and Alabama wanting to pay back LSU for what happened last year in Tuscaloosa when the Tigers ended an eight-game losing streak to Alabama. So let's talk a little Alabama and LSU. Um, there's Ed Orgeron. You see him on the screen. Uh, you know, they made a lot of promises last year when they beat Alabama, and so uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit tonight. Hey, put your comments in. want to hear from you guys as we do this broadcast tonight. And um, always love to hear from you guys and, you know, what you're thinking. I, look, I've said it before, and, I, and I'll say it again. I mean, LSU had a lot to say last year. They had a lot to say. And, you know, I really maybe I should just play a little Ed Orgeron for you because I, I think that maybe it would be better for him to say what he said last year. And I know, look, they've lost a lot of players. They've, we've heard that, but this is Ed Orgeron last year after beating Alabama. Enjoy. This is our house from now on, uh, Big Ed said. Yeah, and that was before losing to the likes of Missouri, Mississippi State, getting blown out by Auburn, and here comes Alabama to town. So, you know, this is going to be uh, one of those games for Alabama where it, it's an opportunity to uh, – to, well, let me just get into my list here. But I'm sure that, that Alabama and Nick Saban could not wait for the opportunity to get this game going. So we got five reasons why this is a big win or would be a big win for Alabama, why they need to win against LSU. And let me start right here, number five. And, and again, as I go through these guys, please feel free to, uh, to jump in on the conversation and, uh, you know, and let me know what, what you think. And I'll go right there. Dexter says they barely beat Alabama without – Tua last year. Yeah, Tua was hurt, and uh, you're exactly right, Naomi, blah, blah, right? Listening to all that stuff. Number five, I think number five, the reason why Alabama needs to beat LSU, the reason they want to beat LSU is they need to win the West. I mean, look, this is – you get down to the basics, brass tacks. Alabama has been, uh, you know, absolutely dominant in the SEC West since Nick Saban came in. Nick Saban got to Alabama in 2007, right? LSU went and, and won the SEC in 2007. Since then, Alabama has dominated the West, and they've been in that championship game. They lost to Florida in 08. 
They beat Florida in 09, one of those classic games where the Tide beat Tim Tebow. They went on to win the national championship against Texas. Uh, they were contenders in 2010 and 2011. Uh, they got back there again, beat Georgia in a classic game, 32-28. That was the Amari Cooper game in uh, 2012. And then after Auburn got in there 2013, Bama won three straight years. They beat Missouri and then Florida twice, 2014, 15, and 16. Auburn in 2017 lost to Georgia. Alabama, 2018, they won that classic game against the Georgia Bulldogs, 35-28. That was the redemption game for Jalen Hurts. And then last year, Joe Burrow and LSU beat Georgia. But, you know, Nick Saban and Alabama have been there a ton of times, you know. So you're talking about eight straight times. With the win yesterday for Florida, that sets up the, the matchup that we've seen the most in this game. Uh, if Alabama can do what they need to do and take care of business. And, of course, that would be uh, Alabama and Florida. But before they get there, they've got to go to Baton Rouge. That's this Friday night. And LSU, uh, you know, lost 19 players. They had everything come together for them last year. And, uh, you know, and obviously they felt so good uh, about everything that they had going on. And then, you know, of course uh, – you know, this year has been just a disaster. But I don't think Alabama uh, and Nick Saban, even though I got a feeling that that, that this is going to be one of those games where Nick Saban's uh, going to try to score and and maybe put it on them pretty good. And I, I did, I'll get into that a little bit later. But, I mean, you're talking about a lot being said. Uh, you know, last year's game, you know, one that we're, we're going to talk about a lot. And, you know, as you look at Joe Burrow and, um, you know, and – uh, and obviously, um, Ed Orgeron, who you know we're going to talk a lot about tonight. I mean, he's the head coach of the team, and it was you know it was kind of for him uh, you know a little bit of a redemption to win that game because you know LSU had lost so much to Alabama. It became a rivalry basically when uh, when Alabama um, got. Nick Saban to come over from the Dolphins. You know, that that's kind of when things, you know, changed in the series. It changed in the rivalry uh, because, you know, look, I mean, they uh, LSU was a program for years that, um, you know, how do you say it? I mean, they were – I wouldn't say middle of the pack, but but they weren't the, the – the, you know, the powerhouse that they had, they became with Nick Saban, you know, so Nick Saban went there, got him turned around. Jerry DiNardo was the coach, um, you know, and then Nick Saban came in, Les Miles won a championship and really so did Ed Orgeron. So the last three coaches they've had have won. Um, but for Alabama to, to continue the dynasty, the first thing they have to do every year is win the West. So they get past LSU this game, plain and simple. That gets them one step closer to Atlanta. And it's going to be tougher and tougher for Texas A&M and the other schools. You know, Auburn still has a chance, even though they've lost twice, and they have a game ahead with Alabama. So it's an important game. Forget about the, the, the rivalry aspect of it and just think about it as far as just – winning, you know, and, and continuing to have the type of program uh, that Alabama has put together. So that's number five. Number four, reestablish dominance. And, uh, you know, when, when Alabama uh, lost last year, you know, and part of what 
uh, Ed Orgeron was was you know screaming about obviously on the field after the game and then the things that he said uh, in the locker room after the game you know it was based on like hey look we know to win you know to to win the West to win the championship to get to Atlanta and wherever else that we're gonna have to dominate in this rivalry and 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 really that you kind of look at how this all came together you know um Nick Saban gets to Alabama Alabama had struggled against uh LSU and Auburn they had long losing streaks to them he got them both turned around and then won the SEC won the national championship in 2009 Alabama's been the team to beat even years where they haven't won since then right and so for LSU, who's had some pretty good years, I mean, they have won some championships, and, and you know, not only in the SEC, but also national championships. They know that the road to winning goes through Tuscaloosa, right? And so they were able to end an eight-game losing streak to Alabama. It's kind of funny, though, how the whole thing happened. It was a back-and-forth, really a back-and-forth affair uh, be- between Alabama and LSU. We had the game of the century – you know, that was the 9-6 to overtime game that LSU won in Tuscaloosa. That same year, Alabama went to the national championship against LSU, and they had deemed themselves, you know, college football's greatest team ever. And then Alabama went in there and shut them out 21 nothing. I mean, I don't know that they got the ball past midfield yet, right? I mean, it was the most dominant national championship game, and really the score should have been a lot worse than just 21. After that, you know, LSU just could not beat Alabama. And they had a couple of chances down in Baton Rouge. Uh, T.J. Yeldon had the, the big touchdown, one of the most dramatic wins that, that Nick Saban's had in his career. You know, I, I can still see Julio Jones making some big plays, you know, not leading into that losing streak that LSU had or the winning streak for Alabama, but just some big plays in general. This is the toughest division in college football, the West. You know, you're talking about Auburn's won a championship, LSU's won a championship, Bama's won a championship in the last, you know, 15, 10 years, right? Uh, Texas A&M right now is ranked in the top 10, right? They're trying to get in on the conversation. You look at all of the coaches in the West, right? You go around and you got Jimbo Fisher and you got Ed Orgeron. And then in Mississippi, you got Mike Leach and you got Lane Kiffin. I mean, you're, these are power coaches. I, I think that uh, Gus Malzahn at Auburn's a good coach. It, it's 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 a uh, a who's who of coaching in the SEC West, led by Nick Saban and then everyone else trying to catch him. You have to win this game to be able to establish, reestablish that dominance. And and you know the every time you turn around, someone is. Uh, pronosticating that, hey, this is it for Nick Saban. This is going to be it. You know, this loss is going to end Alabama's run, or he's going to retire, or he's going to go to another school, or he's going to do this or that, you know. And then the the ball coach just keeps on rolling, you know. It's like he's 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 almost programmed like a robot how focused he is uh, on winning the next game, uh, continuing the process. And even though Alabama has changed the way they play offense, the way they play defense, the bottom line continues that they win football games. And Nick Saban is, in my opinion, the greatest coach ever, and I feel like that's a big part of it. All right, the third reason why this is just a huge game, one that Alabama needs to win, is Mack and Najee both with opportunities here to continue their push for the Heisman Trophy. I mean, it's crazy to have one guy that you feel like has a shot at a Heisman Trophy. But how about two, right? 
And Mac Jones with Trevor Lawrence out. He had COVID. He'll be back, I'm thinking, next game for the uh, uh, Clemson Tigers. Justin Field, you see him in the picture there. Uh, he's in on the conversation. But to me, I think this is Max, really Max Award if he wants it. Uh, but don't count Najee out either. I mean, th- this guy has been a, a touchdown machine. Um, he has just absolutely come into this season on a mission to, uh, you know, what, what did he call his season, the campaign? You know, I mean, it's like and, – and it really has been a campaign. He's got a five-touchdown game under his belt. So, yeah, I mean, you know, this is an opportunity for Alabama – to continue what they were able to do against LSU and the rest of the teams and, and, you know, and obviously in the West. But at the same time, it, it's an opportunity for players to win individual awards. And before Nick Saban got to Alabama, which, you know, I'm sure a lot of people uh, may not even know at this point, um, is that, uh, you know, they never had a Heisman Trophy winner. You know, and it's like you you turn around and and you look at all of the great teams that Bear Bryant had and Gene Stallings and, you know, even going further back, maybe they didn't have the award, you know. Uh, but Alabama's been winning football games for a long, long time. And they've had national championship coaches that are more than just Nick Saban and Bear Bryant. And, you know, and, and they never had Heisman winners. And then finally Mark Ingram won one, Derrick Henry won one. Well, the year that, that Najee Harris is having – right now is as good or better than those guys. So it's kind of exciting to look at not just the quarterback spot, but also the running back spot and say one of these two guys has that Heisman moment, or maybe they did already, but I'm, I'm guessing that between now and the end of the season, something else could, could happen to maybe set them apart from, from everyone else. Uh, beating LSU gives them the platform, a nationally televised game, like most of them are now at Alabama, and even though LSU is historically bad for a defending national champion, I'm talking about historically bad if they don't start winning some football games uh, where they could end up under 500, which rarely happens in college football, it's still Alabama and LSU. You put those uniforms on, and it really, really means something. Uh, David C. says, um, you know, Bama will keep the pedal to the metal simply because of the statements that LSU made in the locker room last year. I haven't even talked about the uh, Ed Orgeron video that one of the players released that, you know, he's in there and he's talking about, you know, uh, roll tide and then dropping F-bombs. Uh, I, I'm guessing that that's going to play a lot, a whole lot, in the locker room uh, this week. You know, I, I'm guessing that around the complex – you're going to hear a lot of Ed Orgeron because, well, let's just play it again. This is why. I mean, it is comical. I mean, like to think that that you know <laughs> that that the thought process there was that this is our house when you know they haven't won in in, in against Alabama or in Alabama for uh, for years leading into that game, and and then you know like the the, the comment was this is our house. Um, look, if the, if you need any more motivation. Besides individual awards and 
trying to bring back dominance. Uh, that's it right there. So those are my, my first three. We got two more to go to give you five. I want to hear what you guys have to say. And I want to remind you too that uh, I'm going to be on Sunday nights. We'll be doing different things. Next, uh, next Sunday, we're planning on taking some of your calls as well. So we'll keep on just kind of building up as Alabama tries to get back to Atlanta December 19th to play what looks to be Florida after their win yesterday. But I don't want to give the rat poison out yet because there's still a lot of football left to be played. Uh, but Alabama's team, very similar to what LSU had last year with Mac Jones playing the role of Joe Brady, uh, and, and, you know, excuse me, um, uh, Joe Brady being the, uh, the coach, but um, uh, Joe Burrow, the quarterback. And then just kind of seeing how Alabama has just picked up momentum with the offense as this season has progressed. Uh, Dexter says, Lord have mercy on those athletes he put in harm way because <laughs> built by Bama is coming. I agree. I think it's coming too. Um, you know, Patrick's talking about Nick Saban needs to teach them some manners. I think it's it's more than just that. I think that what we've seen with Nick Saban over the years, when when he gets pushed, Ole Miss beat him a couple of times, and then you know Alabama came back and 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 finally got that streak out of the way, and then freight trained those guys a couple of times. This year, Ole Miss had a really great game, but Alabama won anyway. Uh, I I I don't know if if I'm Alabama, I'm I'm keeping my foot on the pedal as much as I can in this one. Uh, you know, Alabama doesn't run up the score a lot. You know, I think Nick Saban has been a coach who has a lot of respect for other programs. But I don't know that anyone – I can't remember any coach uh, talking about Alabama in the way that, that um, you know, Ed Orgeron in those comments that he made last year. And that was coming off of a 24 nothing win where LSU really thought they were going to beat Alabama – and then they didn't score any points. You know, they got Joe Brady, who was with the Saints, turned out to be just one of the, the real good young offensive minds in college football. He's in the NFL right now as the offensive coordinator for the, the Carolina Panthers. And, I mean, I would tell you what, the, the, the guy could have been the head coach this year. He did, he did that much. But um, Rammer Jammer said, Mac, about to go ham on there. I, I agree. I think that that's, you know, exactly what is in store for the Tigers, but we'll find out. And uh, I, I don't think that Alabama needs any more motivation going into this game. All right, guys, look, before I get into number two, hit the thumbs up. Give us a thumbs up. Subscribe. We're over 40,000 subscribers on the Bama Insider YouTube channel. Uh, Kyle Henderson has worked so hard to put this together. Andrew Bone. Uh, you know, Tony, Sukalis, the entire gang, lots of blood, sweat, and tears into this. But, look, we got a passion for Alabama football. I mean, you can see behind me. I mean, you know, when I, when I put the studio together, it was so much fun because I'm like, all right, look, I finally have a place for my Bama football helmet and my, you know, and that, that's Kenyon Drake right there. I don't know if you can see him. He's diving in against LSU. Uh, excuse me, against all, uh, Auburn, no, 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 uh, against Missouri, no, no, against Clemson, and all these Tigers, right? I got my uh, my mini football helmet signed by um, Gene Stallings behind me and a football signed by Nick Saban. Like, it's so great, man. It's, Alabama's just the best, and, you know, since going to school there and graduating and everything else, it's just so much fun. Um, we've got two more as we hit the five. I'm going to take a couple more of your comments and then get back to it. Um, you know, time to put Edo on the hot seat. I don't know that he would be put on the hot seat yet, 
because I, I think that they're still in that honeymoon phase, you know, but a, a, a good dusting by Alabama on Saturday, and all of a sudden they, they might start to get that bad taste in, in their mouth. But, uh, you know, no doubt about it. Um, Dexter's talking about 56-13 to 13 Bama. I could see that. I, I think if Alabama has a chance to put them away and really pour it on that they'll do it. Uh, listen, Super Chats are awesome. Tawny Roll Tide, I appreciate that. I think Bama's going to diss some serious revenge, too. I think Nick Saban lives for these games. I really do. I really feel like these are what gets Nick Saban's blood boiling. And, and I think that when he, gets, when he gets fired up, I think that it really brings that passion out. He's always trying to find that next thing to motivate him and the team. And I don't know that he really needed to, uh, to, to get too motivated um, after this one. And, and look, here's, here's a Go Tigers. Uh, yeah, Go Tigers. It's going to be really interesting to see what happens to LSU uh, coming into this game. But um, look, whether you're a Tiger fan, whether you're an Alabama fan or just a college football fan, we do appreciate you being here and, uh, and, and really uh, respect the conversation. All right, number two reason why Alabama needs to win this football game in convincing fashion is the recruiting edge. Uh, Alabama and LSU battle for recruits all the time. Nick Saban being the former coach at LSU, there's three players, including Dylan Moses, who are from Baton Rouge, right? Uh, you know, there was, uh, it was Sage Ryan, who's one of the uh, top defensive back prospects in high school, picked between Alabama and LSU, and, and his, uh, I think it's his cousins, one of the coaches, Kevin Falk, I believe that's who it is. And I, I remember when Falk played for the Tigers, by the way. Uh, he picked LSU, but it came down to the wire. So many great players have come down to Alabama and LSU. And the Crimson Tide and Nick Saban have done an excellent job of pulling great talent, like Slade Bolden, for example, out of the state of Louisiana. Bolden, you know, a former state player, you know, the best, what is, whatever the award is they give for being the best player. So these are important games uh, because, look, when you're – I mean, think about last year. LSU wins the game, right? And I'm going to play the video again for you because I know you want to see it again because it's playing, I'm sure, so much in the locker room. And then afterwards, I'm going to talk about LSU's reaction to beating Alabama. But I just want you to see Ed Orgeron, the center of Alabama's field, one more time after that. Everybody! Everybody! Everybody, hey, we've been waiting for this moment, man. Let's go right here in the middle of the damn field and bring it down, taking on three. Hell yeah! Because this is our house from now on. Yes, sir. Take it on three. One, two, three. Hey. <laughs> this is our house from now on. Okay. All right. Yeah, we'll find out. You know, like w the funny thing to me is it's when you see these guys get beat down year after year after year, right? And they, they have some good football teams, and they have some good players. Not to show respect after they, they had the best team they ever had, and they, 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 you know, they got out of Tuscaloosa, I mean, barely. I mean, basically, you know, Alabama made some mistakes, credit LSU for that, and, and Alabama just couldn't quite catch up, but it wasn't a blowout. There never felt like that point where – um, LSU had ever taken any kind of step other than they beat Alabama that one particular game. And, and I thought that their offense last year and that team is about as good as you're going to get in college football. So a, a tip of the cap to them. 
But it wasn't good enough to win the football game. The players are running over to Alabama's uh, section of, of recruits and yelling and saying stump stuff like, hey, you, you need to come play with us. Like, you get this guy right here at Orgeron screaming about, you know, this is our house and what he's going to do. And then I don't have the, the video in the locker room. I don't know if Kyle would have let me play it. I'd play it for you unedited if it was up to me because there's nothing better than listening to him yell about, you know, uh, roll Tide, F you, and we're going to beat these guys in recruiting, and we're going to beat these guys. They're never going to beat us again. And then, you know, the way that you, like, come back the year after you win your championship, you lose to Missouri. I know. I just, I just want to say that again. You lose to Mississippi State. You get blown out by Auburn. So for LSU, this game means a lot, too. They got to recruit against Alabama, but also they could turn their entire season around with a win over the Crimson Tide. This game means that much to them as well. There's this hatred for Nick Saban, like maybe he was a traitor for going to Miami and not coming back to LSU, although his old job wasn't open at the time. Um, and look, I mean, the guy's the best. I mean, you wouldn't want to see him on the other team's sideline. Um, so it's a recruiting battle every time – these guys get off the plane, uh, but but honestly, Nick Saban's the best recruiter that's uh, that's really ever done it, you know. And and I guess when you just throw on like all those championship rings, including one at LSU, it, it makes it a lot easier to uh, convince someone to come play at your stadium. So, just recapping: win the West, number five; reestablish dominance, number four. Mack and Najee Heisman Trophy hopes having that big stage, number three. Number two, the recruiting edge that you get from beating LSU. And number one, sweet revenge. Look, it's, this is going to be playing in the locker room all week. Do you think Nick Saban wants to lose to these guys again? I mean, do you think that he hasn't seen this video over and over and over again? What do you think it was like for Alabama's coach last year, Nick Saban, to watch this guy win? I mean, I could watch that over and over and over again. And, I mean, as, you, as a lot of you guys are saying in the comment, you know, here's Disposable Hero. Look, sweet revenge, right, Tawny? Sweet, sweet revenge, right? I mean, it's not that LSU isn't a great program and that, that, that you know, that they didn't have a better team. But it's, you know, when you come in there, you, you, you want to take a stick and you want to hit the beehive. You know, don't be, don't be upset when, you know, you get stung. Right. And I just feel like going into this game that, you know, that you play that over and over again. And if you're Alabama, you're not looking at these guys going, okay, this is historically one of the worst defending national champions ever. They've got a record that's going to probably be under 500, you know, like all this other stuff. You're looking at it and you're going, look, this is LSU. They've got, you know, they've had top recruiting classes. They've done their thing, too. Um you know, you, you, you kind of say that, you know, like, hey, just have a little bit of class. And like Spencer said, you know, like, like that, that, that video right there shows 
absolutely zero class like you've been there before. But I, we all have our stories of hanging down at Baton Rouge. Um, you know, you walk through as a fan. You know, I've been down there many times for football games. And, you know, somebody, even the kids are yelling stuff at you like gator bait. And, you know, I, I have a houndstooth jacket that I wear once in a while for the big games. Maybe I'll throw it on this week. You know, I had a Tiger fan, I mean, trying to rip it off me uh, before the national championship game. Uh, and they since that game, they've been really quiet. I, I remember walking out of the Dome down in, in New Orleans and I didn't, didn't hear a lot from them, you know. Uh, but but obviously, it all it takes is one time, right? And, and, you know, people have said, hey, I don't think Tennessee's a rivalry, you know. And I had uh, Baron Huber on the tailgate show before the Tennessee game. And he said, you know, unfortunately it takes losing sometimes to remember what a rivalry is like. And, and you lose one time in, in nine games. Right. And then you got to bring it down. Take it on three. Hell yeah. All right, so here's the matchup. Sweet revenge on the line this Saturday night in Baton Rouge. Nick Saban, uh, I would not want to be on his bad side. Ed Orgeron, obviously a colorful character. He's, he's you know, the national coach of the year, won a championship from a season ago. And, and this year, you know, obviously things have not gone their way. All right, let's take a look at how things have been, uh, you know, for these these teams in this matchup. Because, you know, I've got the graphic here. Uh, last year, 46-41, uh, LSU beat Alabama. That was after getting shut out 29-0 in Baton Rouge. They lost 24-10. They got beat 10-0 in Baton Rouge. The year, you know, what was that, 2016, 2015, 3016 in Tuscaloosa. 2014 was 20 to 13. Uh, Baton Rouge, 2013 was 38 to 17. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm definitely curious to see uh, exactly what this game's going to look like when we get these two teams together, you know. And, and, and yesterday, you know, kind of, you know, piggybacking off of what I started the show with. You got all of these things changing right now in college football because of a very uh, turbulent upset Saturday uh, in college football, which is why I'm such a big fan of the sport, okay? The, what makes college football great, I know there's a lot of you that think, hey, I would love to have an eight-team playoff or a 16-team playoff or even bigger than that. What, what makes college football great is that every game in the regular season is – a in, in, in fact, a playoff game, right? And so, you know, you lose and, and you possibly could be out. Clemson, the only reason that Clemson is still in the picture uh, is that they have a, a chance to play Notre Dame down the road. They're, you know, a team that's been there and done that, and they lost a heartbreaking game in overtime. But they can still win themselves back in. Uh, if Notre Dame loses a game, they're not getting it. So they still have to go perfect throughout the season in my opinion even though they're number two in the country to get there Ohio State's always there winning each game 
in college football, the regular season is a playoff, and that's what I absolutely don't see in all the other sports. You know, you watch the NFL, your team loses. Hey, it's okay. We get, we'll get we go get them next week. I mean, sometimes you have a Super Bowl champ that's 9-7 and seven in the regular season. You know, they're barely over 500. In college football, you you, you got to win each game. They all mean something. This game means a lot to Alabama, not just because of the rivalry aspect, because they want the sweet revenge or anything else. Also, because they need to win. Like, if they want to, you know, do what Alabama does, and that's win championships, then, you know, they have to win these games, you know. So um, that's a big part of, you know, college football and what makes it, I think, just one of the best sports out there is that you have to win to uh, you know, to continue to roll. All right, I'm going to take a few of your comments here, and then I'm going to jet off. It's been fun talking to you guys tonight. And then, like I said, next week we're going to try to do a, a little call-in show. Um, here's a comment from Dustin. They go from the big tiger in the SEC to one of the smallest kittens in the SEC in one year, but this is their house. Yeah, I mean, like... I, I got that too, you know, like, I, I mean, uh, can, can you, like, in Alabama, I remember becoming an Alabama fan, a student, and one of the things that always impressed me, no matter who the coach was at Alabama, is when you score a touchdown, you hand the ball to the official and you jog to the sideline. You know, last night I'm watching Notre Dame's fans, like, run out on the field, and I remember being told at my first game as an Alabama fan, as a student, you know, like, we don't run out on the field here. And say, why? Because we've won all the big games. We're supposed to win the big games, you know, and we're going to act like we've won the big games before. It's not just the, you know, uh, the guys on the field, but it's also the fan base, you know, like you have a lot of respect for your opponent, you know, you're supposed to anyway. And um, I, I just love that mystique that, you know, kind of goes back to Bear Bryant, you know, and before that. So I think if Alabama wins the game, it'll be like, hey, you know what? Um, just another game. Uh, Mark says, Coach O talked a lot of trash last year, said we see you coming, and uh, now it's Alabama. We'll see what he says on Saturday. Mark, I don't think he's I, – I, I heard him talking about Alabama's offense and he was—he looked nervous. He said, "Hey, they remind us of of our offense from last year." So um, I think they know. I think they know what's coming. I think they know that freight train that's loading up right now with all of those boxes with the elephant logo on it and heading down to Baton Rouge. Like uh, I, I'm, I'm guessing that this team's going to be licking their chops to get in there. Alabama with that big offensive line. Four out of five of those guys are going to be in the NFL, maybe all five. you you got a running back that could win the Heisman this year. He's going to be a first-round pick. you got a quarterback that's becoming a lottery pick just off of what he's been able to do um, this season. You know, you got you got Smitty out there. Uh, I hate that Waddle's gone, you know. you got Menchie. you got Slade Bolden. you got Baker, who's just trying to get out on the field. I think he'd be a presence if they let him get on there, you know. But uh, you only got one football. And, and it's tough to get them all in there. Uh, again, um, hit the thumbs up. Absolutely love when you guys subscribe to our channel. You got five reasons now why Alabama is going to beat LSU, why this game means so much. And again, Naomi and everybody else that sent us chats tonight, I appreciate it. 
Love the super chats as well. Um, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll have Monday night quarterback. That's where we uh, we get together at six o'clock and 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 talk about the weekend that was college football. And um, we hope that you'll join us then. All right, guys. I'm Mick Gillespie. Thanks for watching. Five reasons Alabama is going to beat LSU. Why it's an important game. See you later.